BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. It's a Super Bowl edition of Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchian. My co-host this week is Matt Harrison. Hello, it's been a month. It has. Yeah, we've missed you. Yeah, uh, you know, got through the COVID again. Again, congratulations. uh, My my voice is starting to come back. I was sounding a little gravelly. I was like, I was like, I almost kind of sound like Brian right now. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Brian did a great job uh, breaking down all the games for for the playoff rounds and. uh, yeah, I was I was listening while I was uh, while I was away, and happy to be back. All right, yeah, we're glad to have you back. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna break down this game fantasy football weekly style with the letter grades on every player for the Super Bowl, and then you're gonna come in and give us some of your absurd prop bets that are all <laughs> actual bets, right? Yes, that um, you could make. Yeah, I got a whole bunch of prop bets ranging from some some really silly ones to just ones ones that are actually football related that I think might actually hit. So. And if people want to play along with your prop bet game, they can go to shockfantasy.com and they can download your your prop bet game sheet yeah. for use at your Super Bowl party. Yeah, it's my 11th year making it now, and I've been selling it on Shock Fantasy for the last couple of years, and we, you know couple hundred people play it every year it's yeah. it's pretty fun and uh, i i shoot out all the answers to it so you can kind of follow along on twitter as i live tweet the answers and uh everybody has a good time I'm, the 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 big highlight of of the whole prop bet game in the last decade 
was I always put one question on there. Will a fan run on the field, field yeah. during the game? We've had that at least once, right? It happened last year. Last year. There was, right. and, and it's always a throwaway. It's a free, if, if you answer no, it's 10 points. If you answer yes, it was 352 oh, points last year. Oh, oh, but it's always a throwaway because everybody's like, it never happens. The security at the Super Bowl, all that right. stuff. It's, it's a free 10 points. It happened last year. My son, my 16 year old mm-hmm. at the time son, he was the only one who went. He was for the only it. one who hit he, it. he won the Why whole thing. Why wouldn't you hit it? it because the ratio is 36 to 1. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd, I'd have played it that way every time, or at least I'd say I, I, I downgraded it quite a You'd bit this to. year because it broke the game it last did year. Break the game. I bet. I bet. And your son won. He won it. Therefore, you have to switch it so yeah, he, can't, he just can't win again. He can't win again because right. I won the year before. And, and this, this, this. This aggression will not stand. Yeah, I like that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta give your kid a beat down whenever you can. Uh, all right, so that's what's coming up on Fantasy Football Weekly. Let's uh, let's dive into the games, uh, and I've got the pleasure of breaking down this game. Jump in whenever you want, man. Yeah. And I'm going to start on the Cincinnati side, and I'm going to start with the running game, which I am not a fan of. Mm-hmm. I am really down in Joe Mixon. Were were this a betting podcast, I'd be telling you about taking the under on Joe Mixon. It might be a betting podcast yards. after the break. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so it he looks like a guy who is laboring under the burden of 335 touches this year. That's a ton. That's, That's Derrick Henry like workload. It really is. He's averaging, over the last eight games, Joe Mixon is averaging 3.4 yards per carry. Okay. That's kind of that's the stuff that we, that gets you cut if you're not the lead runner on your team. That's bad, and then he plays the Rams. Correct. That's going to be a bigger <laughs> problem. I'll get to that in just a second. You might be tempted to think, well, okay, he's been laboring under all these carries, but he's had the week off. But I will remind you, Matt, he had the week off in week 18. Oh. And he came back the next week with a 48-yard game on two-and-a-half yards per carry. And that was against a Raiders team that wasn't a great run defense either. No, not so. at all. In fact, a very favorable run defense. Yeah. So there's no guarantee that we, the week off uh, will help Joe Mixon here. The Rams were the second-best run defense in the second half of the season, giving up just 3.4 yards per carry. If that were applied to a full season, it would, they would have been the number one run defense mm-hmm. in the NFL. And... Um, the 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 positive for Joe Mixon is the the heavy usage through the air lately. He's top twenty seven yards through the air in five straight games. But prior to that, he wasn't really catching at all. He was averaging two catches for fourteen yards a game. Mm-hmm. So these last five games, I mean, it's trending the right way. But it you know if you look over the bulk of his entire career and even the season, yeah, Joe Mixon was not a reliable pass catcher. C grade. On Joe Mixon. Oh, there's a there's a better reliable pass catcher from the Cincy backfield that we'll talk about later. All right, okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure I know who you're talking about, and he's trending the right, right way with more catches, too. All right, so let's go to the passing game, and Jamar Chase is electrifying, of course. He's averaging a whopping nine targets per game since week, uh, week 16. Mm, nine times. Oh. Nine times. Nine times. There it is. The nine times. We got it. Thank heavens. He has topped 96 yards in seven of the last nine games for Jamar Chase. But will Chase see Jalen Ramsey is the big question. I think the answer is probably and mostly but not necessarily. I think it's probably mostly. Yes. <laughs> um, so he will see him. They'll see each is. other. <laughs> so Chase can ruin the game in a way no other Bengal can. 
Yep. The Rams know that. Mm-hmm. They've got to put Ramsey on chase a fair amount, if not all the time or sure. almost all the time. But historically, the Rams would prefer to use Ramsey on a more physical wide out. And that would be T. Higgins. Okay. So I don't know that there's an, there's a, a, some kind of a mandate for Ramsey to chase him around. And then the next question is, is Ramsey a death sentence for Jamar Chase? And the answer is kind of. You know, here's why. He's pro football focus is number one ranked coverage cornerback. Over the course of the full season, Ramsey is giving up 35 yards per game and .2 touchdowns per game in his wow. coverage. That's it. So that doesn't bode well for Jamar Chase if Ramsey's on him. Also a solid tackler. He only missed eight tackles the entire year, 20 games this year, played mm-hmm. them all, only missed eight tackles all year, and he's giving up just 14 yards of yak per game. Mm, that's not much. That's not a lot of yak. So, but, you know, we don't know for sure that Ramsey's going to be on chase, but you got to figure Ramsey's going to be on chase a lot. And, and hasn't Ramsey played a lot of one side of the field mostly this year? No. They, or or he, have they deployed him as a cover It depends. Corner? It's a great question. Yeah. It depends on who they're facing. Mm-hmm. Against teams that have one alpha receiver, sure. Ramsey shadows. Yep. Teams that have two alpha receivers, Ramsey tends to play one like side. Like the Bengals. Like yeah. the Bengals have yeah. kind of. So this is why I'm saying we just, nobody outside of L.A. really knows for sure how Ramsey were gonna, is going to work. So it feels like it's going to be probably a 60-40 split kind of could a thing. Be. So, could be. Yeah. But it's, it's hard to know for sure. I mean, if I were the Bengals, I wouldn't want to let Jamar Chase wreck my, wreck my game. And yeah. I'd put Ramsey on him more than I otherwise would. Absolutely. All right, let's talk about T. Higgins since we've alluded to him a number of times. If you do believe that the Rams are going to do whatever's necessary to stop Jamar Chase from single-handedly beating them, T. Higgins can do well in non-Ramsey coverage. You know, I was looking for teams, other teams to face the Rams that had two good receivers mm-hmm. and how the other receiver did. Yep. Brandon Ayuk, 107 yards mm-hmm. in week 18 and then 70 yards in the NFC Championship game. AJ, this is recently, AJ Green put up 102 yards in a secondary role. Sure. So, you know, there are some cases where we've seen the number two receiver do particularly well. Mm-hmm. I've got a B grade on T Higgins. I should mention a B grade on Jamar Chase as but well. Both are fair. Tyler Boyd is also a B grade. Oh, really? I like Boyd a lot in this matchup. So we know the one place we know Jalen Ramsey's not going to be is in the slot. Okay. He is not going to get any Jalen Ramsey. Um, and Tyler Boyd's actually on the field even more than T. Higgins. He's a slot receiver who's sure. on the field more than T. Higgins is. Higher snap count. He's had five or more targets in eight of the last nine games. Tyler Boyd has. And some other slot receivers have done very well in the slot against L.A. Recent matchups include Debo Samuel. Three meetings against this team since week mm-hmm. 10. Primarily, not only, but primarily running from the slot. 72 yards, 97 yards, and 95 yards. Christian Kirk, twice since week 14. 51 yards, 86 yards. Randall Cobb, 95 yards. K.J. Osborne, 68 yards. These are all second half of the season slot performances. I can hear you on all of those. The Debo thing is kind of broken, but the other ones, there's still good numbers there. So I I do like that from a slot perspective, and he's probably worth throwing in a few DFS lineups if you're playing. Tyler Boyd? Yeah. Yeah, And betting, by the way. And he's going to be cheap. His, uh, his over-under is only, I believe, 32 yards for oh, yeah. Tyler there Boyd. There we go. I, I'm, I like the over on, on for Tyler Boyd quite a bit. Um, the last guy I want to talk about is the quarterback, Joe Burrow. Um, 
I like, I've got all these B grades on his receivers. Mm -hmm. So I like Joe Burrow. Um, I don't love him here. You I got to give him a B, right? I got to give him a B. With all, if all his receivers were B, I got to give him a B. So mm -hmm. I did. Um, I love his ability to play his best in big games, right? So whether you want to look at these playoffs, you want to look at the LSU championship, if you want to look at his high school championship game in which he, his offense threw for 52 points and lost. He said he was more nervous for his high school championship <laughs> game than he was for the LSU national championship <laughs> game because now he's, now he's had the reps. Yeah. And he's never lost a playoff game in college or the pros. Yeah. He did in the high school. He lost that one, but he, his team put up 52 points. <laughs> he's, he lost. He's, he's like, never again, never again. Shall I lose in the playoffs? Yeah. Uh, over the last nine games, the Rams are good, not dominating pass defense, mm -hmm. but they're good over the last nine games. They're allowing half a touchdown pass and 245 yards per game. And over that stretch, they face Kyler Murray twice, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins. So some good quarterbacks All right. in that mix for Joe Burrow. Let's go over to the Rams side. Um, let's start with the running game here. I do not like this running game either. <laughs> I do not like them, Sam. I am. <laughs> no. So let's talk Cam Akers. He's, uh, he's still dealing to at least some degree with a shoulder injury from uh, the game two weeks ago. Fumbles have hurt him. Injuries have hurt him. But more than anything else, he just hasn't looked that good. He's averaging 2.6 yards per carry since his return. Okay. That's it. That's not great. He's done, honestly, he's done nothing to warrant the start over Sony Michelle. I mean, if you just just took those separate players, mm -hmm. and you know how I feel about Sony Walkman. Yeah. I'm not here to make any excuses for Sony Walkman. Yep. He's, he's been better than the version of Cam Akers that we've seen so now, far. Now, Akers has seen the Niners run defense, which is pretty good. It is twice. Good. Yeah. Uh, he's seen the Bucks run defense, which, which is, is one of the good. best in the league. Yep. That's fair. And then the Cardinals, which they were much improved this year as well. So, and the Bengals are bad. We're going to talk there about we go. that for a second here. Um, but I think there's a real scenario where acres, maybe there's only a 5% chance. Doesn't even get the start. They go to Michelle who's healthy mm -hmm. uh, and more effective, or they do hot hand. Where you know they try both guys early, and yep. if Michelle looks better, that he just runs away with this thing, and mm -hmm. we don't even see Acres. That scenario is definitely out there based on how Acres has played. Fortunately, the Bengals' run defense is a real weakness. The biggest weakness on the whole team is their run defense, giving up four point eight yards per carry in the second half of the regular season, and five and a half yards per carry in the playoffs. Well, and Jarek McKinnon looked awesome in the first half of that game against mm -hmm. the Bengals in the conference championship game, and then inexplicably. The Chiefs just stopped running the ball in the second half, and and they lost because of it. I think that's so. I, that. I I think that McVeigh has seen that, and I think that there will be a healthy dose of running in this game for the Rams. Just not sure to whom. Yep, it could be a good fifty fifty split in this one. So I've got Acres with a C, got Sony Michelle with a C. Okay, uh, Daryl Henderson is expected to be available for this game, but I do not trust him in this one to uh, have a meaningful role. He hasn't played in whatever six weeks. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, all right, let's go to the passing game. I want to start with Cooper Cup. Oh, really? I know. Hard to believe, right? <laughs> um, I'm the only guy that's that's a little nervous about Cooper Cup. I heard you talking with uh, PA on uh, on the on the football feast today, and you mm -hmm. were you were t explaining why you thought the under on his over under on the yards hundred six. I'd hit the was, under was the was the correct play. Yes, you already know Cooper Cup's great. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to focus on his on how good Cooper Cup is. Sure. But I want to talk to you about why this is a tricky matchup for him. Cooper Cup runs almost 70% of his routes from the slot. That means he's going to see Mike Hilton. Mm -hmm. 
These two met up, have met up one time prior, two mm-hmm. years ago, when Hilton was still in Pittsburgh, and Cooper Cup had no catches on four targets. They were Jared Goff targets, I have reason to they, believe. They were. <laughs> they were Jared Goff targets. So that's just one data point. And it doesn't yeah. carry a lot of weight with me, but it's still out there, and I want to make sure people know that. Hilton is very good. He slowed a similarly explosive Tyreek Hill last week, or last game, allowing just 22 yards to Tyreek Hill in his coverage. In the wild card round with another tricky matchup out of the slot, Hunter Renfro, one catch, six yards. I mean, if you're going to use history as a, as a guideline, Cooper Cup has one game against the Bengals in his history. You know what he did in that game? Oh, he went berserk. Seven 200 catches, yards. 220 yards yes. in a score. Yep. And I, I, thought about, <laughs> I thought about bringing that up, but there's nobody in this secondary that no. was on the field then. It, it was three years ago, too. Yep. So, it was, yeah. It was a long, long time, time ago. ago. Correct. Yep. So I'm not trying to make Mike Hilton sound like the second coming of Deion Sanders. Sure. But he's good, and I think you can show a little bit of caution on Cooper Cup. I'm, I'm going. He's good, but Cooper Cup is awesome. arguably the MVP of the league. Well, this I'd year. give him the MVP. Yeah. And I know I'm talking to the two people. You and I are the two sure. people that like Cooper Cup in the preseason more than anybody yeah. I know. But still, I, I, I am showing a little bit of caution. Okay. <laughs> Nine. There we, there we go. go. <laughs> Sooner or later, I was gonna find the gonna find the somebody will edit that out, right? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> All right, let's talk Odell Beckham. Um, surging of late with increasing receptions and yards in four straight games. And if you do believe Cup is going to be just slowed by Mike by Mike Hilton, that could put some extra receptions towards Odell Beckham, much like we have been seeing lately. Um, and he'll see likely a lot of Chidobe Awuzie, mm-hmm. who is the best of the coverage corners that the Bengals have. Sure. He's been very good, and he always takes, he generally shadows the opposing team's best outside receiver. Yep. He won't move to the slot, so he won't get cup, but he'll be on Beckham for this game. Um, Awuzie is having a good season. He's pro football focuses 15th ranked cornerback. He has given up scores in each of the last two games. I'll mention that. Uh, Tyreek Hill scored last week, and A.J. Brown killed him two weeks ago, two games ago, rolling up 134 yards. But on the season, Awuzie was very good. So I'm showing a little caution on Beckham, but not a lot. I've got a B grade on him, and I think he gets some use here. And then the other receiver that we should talk about is Van Jefferson. The beauty of Van Jefferson in this game is he's going to get Eli Apple for most of the game, and mm-hmm. Apple's terrible. By far the go. weak point. Of Van this. Jefferson's my guy. Is he? Oh, yeah. Now, the problem is Van Jefferson's good for three targets a game. Yep. That's it. So he's it's got, all he needs. He's got to, you got to hope that's all he needs. Um, he, has had exact, he has had either one or two catches in seven of the last eight games mm-hmm. for Van Jefferson. So he's got to do a lot with the catches that he does get. Sure. Um, so with Eli Apple there, I've, I can't put him on the bench. Even at only one or two catches, I'm giving him a C grade because the chance of a big gain is there. Yeah, and Odell's been been fantastic in the last few weeks too with uh, 11 targets last week in the conference championship game. It's obvious that he's feeling better than he's ever felt before. Like from a headspace perspective, seems that way. I, I, winning I helps. It, it feel, it feels like he's back to the old mm-hmm. Odell that everybody wanted on their fantasy teams. Maybe this is the last glimpse of it. Cause he's going to have to go for a big contract yep. after this year. But, uh, this might be peak Odell. Maybe for the, for the remainder of his career. Maybe. Yep. Um, you know what he doesn't do the circus catches that he did with the giants. Sure. 
aren't are not there anymore for whatever reason. Well, he doesn't have uh, you know Eli Manning throwing he's to him. Two, Stafford he's got more can actually target. throw. He's got better targeted <laughs> passes now. Either either he's they're way off those. or they're or they're right on. So let's talk a little Kendall Blanton. There we go. I love Kendall Blanton. Here we go. Show. Higby ain't going. So, yeah, it doesn't you know, sound like you know, it. They may do some smokescreen ruse about Higby maybe playing through his MCL. It's not going to happen. Yeah. McVay and Stafford have shown no hesitation in using Blanton. Last week, they targeted him five times. He caught all five passes, put a 57 yards. Cincinnati, very generous to tight ends this year, allowing the fourth most tight end receptions, the fourth most tight end yards, the sixth most tight end touchdowns. Kelsey murdered the Bengals last week. Darren Waller racked up 76 yards and seven catches in the wild card round. And I'm not saying Kendall Blanton is Kelsey or Waller, obviously, Mm -hmm. but the opportunities are going to be there for Kendall Blanton. And I've got a B grade on him. I, I got Kendall Blanton as one of my special prop bet plays oh, good. later, so we'll talk, later we'll in talk the program, about him too. In this so, game. yeah, that's can, fantastic. We can expand on this one. Good. Uh, let's see. And then Matthew Stafford. So I've got all of his receivers have a B grade, except Van Jefferson is a C grade. So I've got a B grade on Stafford, which also feels right. Cincinnati's 20 games this year. Only three quarterbacks have topped two touchdowns. So I don't think there's an explosive game coming from Stafford, Mm -hmm. but something in the neighborhood of two touchdowns and 260, 270, 280 yards sounds about right here. And that gives him a B grade. All right. All right. So there's your breakdown of the Super Bowl. Easy. It all sounds so simple now. It all sounds so simple. And and then the game will be 7 to 10 and it'll all be garbage. Who who is your pick to win the Super Bowl? Um, I've got the Rams narrowly. When I was on the radio earlier today, Matt, Mm -hmm. I said if these teams played 10 times, I think the Rams would win like six of them. Okay. So if I were betting the game, Mm -hmm. I would actually bet the Bengals' money line at plus 165. Okay. And... But I think the Rams are more likely to win the game, if that makes sense. The that Rams are sense. minus two hundred. So, just from a pure betting standpoint, I would I'm picking the Rams to win, and but I, I would pick I the Bengals the line to bet is now upon four and a half. Four and a half. So, yes. yeah, yeah. I, I think I think Bengals with the points is a is a it's good an intriguing choice. play, isn't it? Yep. So those yeah. those four and a half are are definitely interesting. Fun. All right. Speaking of fun, yeah. Let's take a break. When we come back, I want to talk through some of your unique. Oddball, many cases, uh, <laughs> prop bets for the Super Bowl. Stay tuned for the next segment of Fantasy Football Weekly. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, it's really good, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton 
is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Welcome back. Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul Charity and Matt Harrison with you. ShockFantasy.com. Yeah. You're wearing the Shock Fantasy colors. Well, I, I am, today, but, I, but it's I, not it's, a Shock Fantasy. It's my fantasy. kid's hockey uh Is it a coincidence that your kid's school colors are the same exact colors of Shock Fantasy? Well, yellow is my favorite color, and and blue just works really well with yellow. So, I mean, obviously, obviously I'm on the Rams this weekend. Apparently so. Um, So, yeah, let's talk some prop bets. Let's do it, baby. Uh, So, I do this big prop bet game that you mentioned uh, earlier uh, Mm -hmm. in the show. I've been doing it for 11 years. There's actually two of them over at Shock Fantasy right now. The first one has. It's the original. It's got 41 questions. It starts with the national anthem. It ends with, you know, the, the end of the game, the Gatorade bath, the trophy oh, presentation, fun. all right, all that stuff, uh, halftime show, all that good, good stuff. Um, lots of, it's a good mix of football, actual prop bets and silly things to bet on. Like, like, will there be a wardrobe malfunction at the halftime show? Perfect. Yes. Yep. That's, that's a great example. And it's really easy too. all you do is you select one <laughs> guess for each question. If you get it right, you get the points associated with your guess. And if you get it wrong, you get zero. What did you read? You're, you're how, going through my prop bet sheet for the first time. How many points do you get if there is a wardrobe malfunction? Oh, I, you know, it's 69. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Uh, but if you don't want to play that with your children, there's also a kid's version <laughs> oh, of, the, uh, okay. of the prop bet game. That's got just 20 questions. Uh, you get both at the same uh with the same purchase at shockfantasy.com in the shop. Uh, it, just click on the Super Bowl prop bet game. And I got a promo code for FFW listeners. Blue, as in blue Gatorade. Oh, that's... Is get, that, that's gets that, you 20% okay. off. B-L-U-E. B-L-U-E gets okay, you 20% off right. the Super Bowl prop bet game. All right, so let's talk about some of the ridiculous prop bets that I have. Uh, Bovada. They talk about the national anthem a lot, and everybody knows the national anthem over under all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it. By the way, the over under on that surprisingly low this year. And Mickey Guyton, she she's clocked in at singing this for like some some uh, big uh, Washington D.C. festival, at like seventy five seconds, which is like the lowest national. That's the quickest national yeah. anthem you could sing. It's at 95, like seven of the last eight national anthems have gone over a hundred <laughs> seconds. So come on, but, uh, that's, that's great historic data. Yeah. Right there. I got a lot of data on <laughs> stupid things about this, but, uh, Bovada has a national anthem prop for the number of planes involved in the flyover. And the odds are <laughs> plus plus one twenty five for 
over five and minus 170 for under five. And so I did a bit of research. (laughs) The plan is there's exactly five planes to take part in the flyover. So you're probably going to push this bet, right? Okay. Many of these planes are historic planes, though, including a World War II P-51 Mustang fighter jet. Which is 80 years old. So it could fail, is what you're saying? It might not get off the ground. (laughs) So (laughs) if five is a push, Uh you take the under just in case one of these planes doesn't get off the ground. (laughs) At the the worst, you're getting minus 170 and you Mm -hmm. win. And at well, at, at the worst, you, you push. push. <laughs> so, push. so you could win. I yeah. Let's go. Look, we're gonna get our money back if we lose this one. They're not gonna be a sixth plane suddenly that, right. that hops up there. <laughs> um, the coin toss. Yeah, I've got two coin toss bets here that I think people should think about here. One is an absolute lock. By the way, mm. um, there's a prop bet at MGM Grand that the team that wins the opening coin toss will defer. And odds oh. are minus 500 on that. So not great odds. It means it's going to happen 83% of the time. Yeah, but teams However, defer like 95% of the time. Sean McVay has 48 career coin toss wins. Okay. He's deferred every single, single one time. of them. Okay. Including so, so we, yeah. the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Uh-huh. Zach uh, Taylor okay. has 27 career coin toss wins. He's deferred 26 times. Wow. So you roll that together and we're at the 98 percentile yeah. range. There's 92% of NFL teams deferred this year. So okay. th- this, that's a lock. That All one's right. going to happen. I like it. You, you can just make some money on yep. that. We won't make a lot of money, but we'll not, make some Not a money. lot, but you'll make some. The second coin toss bet. If you think the Bengals will win the game, you bet the Rams to win the coin toss because the Bengals are 0-2 in Super Bowl coin tosses throughout their history and the Rams the most coin toss wins in Super Bowl history without a loss they're four and0 in wow. coin toss history plus the past seven teams that lost the Super Bowl coin toss went on to win the Super Bowl really yes wow didn't know seven that. in a row Wow uh, right. so Bovada has a couple of coin toss bets but I found the one that you want to bet here this bet is will the Rams win the coin toss and win the game. Oh, so no. So you bet the no. It's minus 220, but mm-hmm. as long as the Rams don't sweep the coin toss and the game, you're, you're in good a, shape here. I like here. it. Okay. Uh, Gatorade. I talked a little bit about uh, Gatorade. Co- uh, keyword blue. Keyword blue. Which one of uh, these coaches are going to get liquid dumped on them? One of them will because it's, it's a- either of their first Super Bowl victory. That's right. I've actually got 20 years of data on a spreadsheet about what color liquid was dumped on the coach. <laughs> But over the last eight years, yes. orange has happened three times and mm-hmm. blue has happened three times and blue has happened two of the last three years. And it's worth noting that the main colors of each of these teams are blue and orange. The only time well, a liquid was okay, not, not dumped on the wait, coach. Only one has orange. Well, I know, but yeah. Okay, blue for the blue. Rams, oh, orange okay, for orange. the Bengals. Well, there's also yellow, yeah, but okay. There but is, continue. I guess, yeah. Uh, the only time liquid was not dumped on the coach, guess who it was? Parcel or, or Belichick. Belichick. Nobody his, has the guts to do it. In his fifth Super Bowl win, and they, they did not okay. dump Gator, okay. Gatorade on him. So Orange is coming in at a heavy favorite at plus 200, but the value bet is blue at plus 600. <laughs> you go plus 600 on <laughs> blue Gatorade. Colors. You get the team color. Um, right. Two of the last three have been blue, as I mentioned. 
All right, let's get to some actual bets in the game. And there's one thing I know about you, Charge. I've been to Vegas with you before. You mm-hmm. like to bet the favorite in the first in the half. first half. You're right. I do. Um, I don't have to worry about the backdoor cover. That's right. And the Bengals are the backdoor cover team. Yes, they are. Um, the Rams are minus three as a line in the first half with a first half over under of 23 and a half. And if you follow first and second half trends, this game should go in the Rams favor because the Bengals are 25th in the league in first half defense, allowing 12.4 points per game. Wow. Through the playoffs, they're allowing 13.3 points per game in the first half of games. Wow. So it's been, they've been worse in the first half. The Rams, on the other hand, are third in the league in first half points allowed at only 9.4. And in their three playoff games, they've allowed 4.3 points in the first half. Wow, that's it. So I will hammer the Rams in the first half, I give like up it. the three points. Mm-hmm. My guess is the halftime score is probably something around 14-3. Mm-hmm. Now the over-under, here's what the teams have done in the playoffs so far. Bengals first half versus the Chiefs, 31. The Titans, 15. The Raiders, 33. So two of the three went over. Okay. The 23 and a half. But the Rams, under, under, under. 17 against the Niners, 23 against the Bucks, and 21 against the Cardinals. So, so that puts it together. I'm feeling it's an under okay. on the first half, but I like I like the Rams in the first I would, half I would, overall. I, I don't think I'd bet the total. I would bet the Rams. Yeah. Okay. I would too. Um, Cooper Cup. You yeah. talked about how you're a little scared of Cooper Cup and, and some I love of the Cooper, Cooper Cup, Cup but yep, the Mike Hilton thing worries me a little bit. Cooper Cup has had 20 touchdowns this year. It's a lot. In 20 games. That's yeah. a lot. In the first half of games, he's wait, had... Wait, wait, let me guess. Of the 20, how many were in the first half? Yep. Seven. You got it right. Wow. All right. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes. We don't have a ding-ding on there, but... Oh, yes, we do. (laughs) Second half, obviously, 13. So if you want a Cooper Cup bet, you go with Cooper Clutch. Here's the odds on DraftKings Sportsbook. Cup as an anytime touchdown scorer in the second half. In the second half. In the second half only. Anytime in the second half. I bet it's plus 150. Oh, close. Plus 180. Okay. And Cup as the first touchdown scorer in the second half is plus... 350. 450. Right. Even better. All right. So if you put a $100 bet on both, mm-hmm. if he's the first touchdown in the second half, you walk away with 630 bucks in your pocket. And if he just is the a, a scorer, a touchdown, yeah. you still walk away plus 80 mm. on that one. So I, I like doing both of those bets together. Now, can I give you my Kendall Blanton right here since we're talking it's about that? It's time for Kendall Blanton. All right. Have you, do you also have Kendall Blanton? I have Bl- a Kendall right, Blanton one right here. Well, is it, if I want to do the touchdown, the anytime touchdown. I ha- with that, that's, All right, go for it. That's right, what go, I got. Okay, go for it. Uh, so Higby has the sprained MCL. He's probably not going to play. Um, Blanton scored the first touchdown for the Rams in the wild card game mm-hmm. against the Cardinals. Uh, the Bengals have allowed eight touchdowns to the tight end position in their last 11 games. Yep, that's terrible. Uh, lots of those were high end touch or tight ends. Like Kelsey was in yep. there. Andrews was in there. Uh, but Tyler Croft, Foster Moreau, Pat Fryermuth are in that list too. Mm-hmm. So Blanton is coming in at plus 800 as the first Rams touchdown score. Yeah. But plus 1600 is the game's first touchdown score. Yeah. And I like those long shot odds. Right? I know. I like Doesn't those long shot odds. The, yep. So 
yeah, I think I think those are the ones that I'm kind of looking at, and I, I'll 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 list my my official bets at the end here. Um, I got a couple quarterback trends here too. Um, in the four games that the Rams lost this season, three of the four quarterbacks they faced threw for exactly two touchdowns. No quarterback threw for three touchdowns against yeah, the Rams all year, this year. Right. Um, only one other quarterback threw two touchdowns against the Rams this year, and that was in their wins, obviously. So if you believe the Bengals will win, it's minus 162 on the over of one and a half touchdowns for Joe Burrow. But if you believe the Rams will win, as I do, you bet against Joe Burrow here. It's plus 122 on the under one and a half touchdowns, betting Mm. against Joe Burrow in this game. That's from FanDuel. Now, on the other side, in the six losses that the Bengals had this season, quarterbacks absolutely torched them. Uh, I'm going to throw out the Bears game in week two where Justin <laughs> Fields and Andy Dalton split the game. I remember it was, that. It was Dalton bad. got knocked out of the game. Yeah. Fields had to come in for yep. his first ever NFL action. Yep. Uh, but the other five games, the average for those quarterbacks was 26 completions. 316 passing yards and two scores. One of those was Mike White, by the way. Remember oh, yeah, that classic the, yeah. Mike White 405-yard yep, game? Berserk. Uh, Jets but, won that game. So during the playoffs, Stafford is averaging 302 passing yards and two scores per game. Now, if you believe the Rams will win, as I do, the over-under on passing yards for Stafford is currently 279.5 on DraftKings. That's mm. currently minus 120. And the over-under for passing touchdowns for Stafford is one and a half passing touchdowns. The over on that is minus 230. The completions, though, that's the key here. Completions over-under for Stafford is 24 and a half. He completed 28 and 31 passes in his last two playoff games. Okay. That's against Tampa and San Fran. And you get plus 100 on the over on that one. Okay. So I like, so you like the completions. I, I like the completions one the best, but I think he probably hits the over on all of these if you think the Rams are going to win this game. All right. Interesting. Yeah. That makes it does make some sense. Yep. And finally, my. And, and, and as, I, as I mentioned earlier, I don't think Joe Mixon's going to run effectively. Yep. I think there's going to be a lot of attempts out there to be had for. Perfect for Joe segue Burrow. to my final weird Bengals bet. Okay. Samaje P. Ryan, total receiving yards, nine and a half. It's not much. That's not he, much. He needs basically one catch. Yep. I'm going to take the over in that. Mm-hmm. P. Ryan has been pretty quiet on the rushing end of the game. That's why I'm not touching any of the rushing props. And I think the rushing prop is like three and a half or something like that for him. <laughs> but I'm not going to touch it because he's had so many games with uh, zero carries. Yeah. Um, but he did have three catches for 43 yards against the Chiefs in the conference championship. Mm-hmm. And he's hit 10 receiving yards, at least, which would hit the over, yeah. in 11 of his last 15 games. Uh, and through 20 games, 24 different running backs have hit at least 10 receiving yards against the Rams this wow. year. And that doesn't include Debo Samuel, who did a lot of damage out of the backfield in his three meetings yeah. against the Rams as well. So I like the Pirine over nine and a half okay. receiving yards. All right. So here's my official list. I'll, I'll run them all down for you. Under five planes on the national anthem at minus 170. Knowing I'm going to push that. Yes. <laughs> Winner of the coin toss defers at minus 500. That's just free money, though. I'll take blue Gatorade at plus 600. I will take the Rams at minus three in the first half. 
And then my Kendall Blanton bets, first score plus 1,600, and first first Ram score at plus 800. I'd do both of those. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'll take both Cooper Cup second half touchdown props. Anytime score in the second half at plus 180. First touchdown score in the second half at plus 450. And then Samaje Pirine over nine and a half receiving <laughs> yards. And then, I, then that's where it diverges. If you think the Rams will win, those ones I think anybody can make a bet on, and I think they can, they can feel pretty confident. But if yeah. you think the Rams will win, I'll take the Stafford over on 24 and a half completions at plus 100. And if you think the Bengals will win, I'll take that weird no on the Rams win the toss and the game <laughs> at minus 120. And I would take the over on one and a half Joe Burrow touchdown passes at minus 162. I'd like to know what that parlay would pay. Get <laughs> <laughs> all those. Gosh, yeah. I, 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 man, I should almost just put that out there <laughs> just to see what it'll do. wonder if FanDuel or DraftKings has all of those because I had to collect these from a few a different, different spots. Places. Yeah, They don't do the oddball generally. They don't do the oddball planes in the air kind of stuff. But Pro- probably not. Yeah, that's where it's that's not where as you cool. You have to go elsewhere. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Uh, one game left, and then we have a 207-day break between meaningful football games. Well, then the offseason starts, and we start gearing up for you know dynasty and keeper fantasy, and we, oh, we get ready to go yeah. on all that Free stuff. agency, yeah. the draft. Oh, there's plenty to talk about, yeah. but we will not be breaking down another game. Are you going out to the Combine this year? Yes. Awesome. I'm going to the combine. You should, we, you should do a live combine podcast. Fantasy football weekly from, from, football from, weekly. from the, from the combine. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not a half bad idea, actually. I mean, yeah. Paul Allen might be a good, he'd be guest my co-host, right? <laughs> yeah. I could have my, the catch is that it, the combine is so early. It's, it comes so quickly at the end of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. And you know, if you work in the NFL scouting department, your college scout, mm-hmm. this feels like it's very late in the process, but for, you know, for those of us that, are working the NFL that aren't focused on college football. I'm I'm just starting my college prep. I'll be starting my college prep next week. So it's it's hard to get I don't always feel up to speed by the time the combine rolls around. That's where I'm learning. Yeah, you know? I'm I'm kind of learning about all the rookies right now too that are coming out. Uh, I've I've been doing a few mock draft simulations lately just to kind of get familiar with the names and yeah. who's kind of fallen where and it's going to be really interesting because there's no clear-cut guy after it seems like the top two mm. to me. So it, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting this year in the draft. I'm yeah. It, we will not be talking about great quarterback opportunities. I don't think. No. Uh, so there's, you know, there's that. And there, there's, there's a lot of people who don't agree on who the best quarterback Back in is. this class right. is yeah, and where that player should go. And, and they could be one through five really. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with a, uh, with a look at, some of the pending free agents and the players that may have an opportunity to step into a vacated role. Ooh, exciting. Yeah, that'll be that'll I'll be join you show. for that. Yeah, that would be great. We'll talk to you then, everybody. Bye-bye. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that. 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpresscom slash with amex terms apply this is holly fry from stuff you missed in history class The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 